All right, welcome into episode four of the Columbia Basketball Podcast, where once a week we'll sit down with different members of the men's and women's basketball programs, go through recent games, take a look at what's coming up, and go behind the scenes with the Lions. I'm Kyle Matrician, and joining us for part one of today's episode is junior Janiah Clemens of the women's basketball team. Janiah, I know finals are coming up, basketball is still going on. You're very busy, but thanks for taking the time to join us today. Of course, of course. I'm happy to be here. All right, Janiah, let's get right into it. The team started the season 2-0, and hit a little bit of a rough patch here, but you've got a really young team. Talk about the season from your perspective so far. Um, I mean, everyone keeps saying this. We have a really young team, and honestly, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> um, I, I think what's different about this year and past years is we got to have a, a winner's mentality, regardless of how young we are. Um, we ju- there's just little things that we need to tweak, and I feel like right now what have been happening is we play to the level of our opponent. So we play a really good team like Milwaukee or Illinois, and we, we rise to the occasion. And, you know, we ha- we're in those games and we have the chance to win them. Um, and then we play a team that we we think that we should beat, that we're better than. And we kind of – we don't play our game. We don't play the same at all. And we end up falling short. And so once we can figure out how to set that tempo and – we dictate that tempo the whole game and make them play it to our speed, then we'll be we'll be good. As one of the leaders on the team and an upperclassman on the team, what in your mind has to change a little bit for that to happen? Um, I think for me, the biggest thing right now that I'm learning as a as a leader is figure out in what moments your team needs what what things. Like for example, sometimes we lose our composure and. I, you know, you get frustrated and you have to be that person that's just like, okay, guys, everyone take a breath. We're fine. Um, and then in other times when we need to push a tempo, there's not enough energy. Then you need to be that person that's like, yo, we need to pick it up. Let's go. Let's go. Like, uh, so it's just about figuring out in what moments I need to be what person. <laughs> just to get our listeners to know you a little bit, you're from Akokeek, Maryland, correct? Yep. Bishop Dennis J. O'Connell High School. Last year, you were named the most improved player at the team banquet, and I'd say you certainly have the stats to back that up this year. You're averaging 11 points, six rebounds, two and a half assists a game, shooting 49% in the field, which right now is top five in the Ivy League. What would you say you learned from the first two years at Columbia that has helped you kind of develop into your role this year? Um, I remember my freshman year and even a, a large portion of last year, I feel like the way that I get my points. I, I like to pull up. There's no secret. That's that's my go-to move. And a lot of times it, that's me creating off the bounce. And so the problem that I was having, and I'm still sort of fig- figuring out, is how to get that same shot out of our offense. So I don't want to be that player that, like, only scores when we go rogue and then it's like everyone's just watching me. Um, I want to p- flow within our offense and find those same looks and those same opportunities. Um and I think I've done a better job of figuring out when when I this shot is a good shot to take and when it's it's not one, when we need to pull it out and run offense. And uh, like I said, it's not a perfect science. I'm still figuring it out. Some shots are, you know, some that are questionable, but others are good and whatever. So um, it's just a work in progress. But I think I've, I've gotten a lot more comfortable uh, doing that. Most definitely, and I think a lot of people have seen that in your game this year. Uh, again, as one of the leaders on the team, how do you keep everyone motivated and focused on the larger goal? Like I said, team's in a little bit of a rough, rough patch in terms of wins and losses right now, but in every game, competitive in every game, 
the larger goal obviously being Ivy League play and getting into that Ivy League tournament. How do you kind of keep everybody focused on that and maybe not on the immediate? Um, well, for a while we had, we've had we had to have short-term memory, quick turnarounds, games uh, within two, three days of each other. So really I think what's special about this team is we're, we're not – we don't have losers mentalities. So we of course after the game we're all we're frustrated. We um you know everyone's hanging their heads, but we just have to I know the biggest thing for us is every game's a lesson and we're building into something way more important, which is Ivy season. And so we we can be upset and we can look back at these games and take them as lessons, but we cannot hold on to them um because we're not losers and we we're not going to get that loser's mentality. We Short-term memory, bounce back, let's go get it, attack the next day. And speaking of short-term memory, bouncing back, you guys played Wednesday. You have a six-day break between your next game, which is kind of nice because I know you kind of had games every two or three days up until this point. You played Tuesday at Fordham. Having that six-day break, what do you think is the most important thing, either for yourself personally or for the team to do over that time? Uh, the biggest thing has been reflection. So it's it's hard to be, you know, one person trying to fix everything on your own. And it's a lot easier when everyone just looks in within themselves and they bring their best version of themselves every day to practice. Then we're all on the same page and we can be a lot more effective. So I think reflection and um, picking up that tempo and setting that, that higher standard, um, that's been our main focus these past couple of days. We we've, we've been going really hard and I love it. My legs are tired. My body hurts. I'm mentally like I need a nap right now. But I love <laughs> it, and I I definitely think it's gonna pay off. And if we can continue to bring that every day, we'll get used to it, and it's gonna be the new standard. And then after Tuesday's game, you have about a two and a half week break where you'll study for finals, take final exams. You guys have a little bit of a window where you'll get a chance to go home for the holidays. What do you look forward to the most when you go when you go home during that time? family definitely um I miss my mom like crazy <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen her in a while uh so I literally don't plan to do anything like school of course basketball is always going to be there but I just want to sit on the couch drink some hot chocolate with my mom and just like laugh and talk like I'm I'm really excited I was going to ask you and maybe it's your mom but who's been your biggest supporter growing up in terms of maybe just life in general basketball school everything combined who's been that supporter for you Definitely my mom. Um, as an only child, as you <laughs> you may know, I, I have mm, I have, I'm attached to her <laughs> definitely. Um, so she's she's like my best friend, and she's no matter what happens, like she's always had my back. She's she also has tough love, um, and so she's definitely my number one a biggest supporter. And then once you return to Columbia, a little bit of a different schedule this year from your first two years, where. You flew out to California as a freshman. You flew out to Texas last year immediately after the holidays. This year, to get to play two games at home. Uh, are you looking forward to that? Do you like that? You know, do you like being able to chance to play home games during that window? What are your thoughts on that? I'm excited. Um, I, I love home games. You know, uh, especially because uh, I think I look good in a white uniform. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I just love playing in front of our home crowd. Um, family can come out to the games. And it's just it's our gym. We practice every day. We gotta we gotta bring it in our home. Protect that 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 court. 
now I want to get into some personality questions with you. This is uh, typically our favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> uh, first thing I'll ask you, though, is what are you studying and uh, do you have any plans? I know you're only a junior right now, but do you have any plans, like future career plans with that? I'm studying computer science, and right now I want to be a software engineer. So currently seeking software engineer internships. Um, so it's fun time, interview time. Very nice. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the goal. That's the plan. What got you into that? Whew. Um, I mean, I've always loved math and science. Those have been my my two, uh, my two top two subjects. Um, and I think coming to Columbia and, and knowing that I could just do whatever I wanted, I, I kind of dabbled a little bit. I was like, oh, maybe I wanted to be a, like – do econ or whatever and it never nothing really stuck and then um i actually got into comp sci because i was in california one summer and i saw a bunch of my friends from columbia who were there with a program um that's like a pipeline for students of colors and tech and they were like yo it's so amazing like we're out in california doing it big and i was like what like, and so they were like, yeah, I, I used to be an econ major, uh, drop that, like, try, try comp side, just take an intro class, and I was like, okay, if all these people, all my friends are like, I, they can do it, like, I'm gonna try it, and it was intimidating at first, but it, it's, it definitely is fun and rewarding, and I love it now, so. <laughs> do you have a specific part of software engineering that you want to go to, something that really intrigues you about it? Um, I think, for me, problem solving. I, I love puzzles, and um, so, yeah, just problem solving. I, I feel like I haven't really been exposed to every option necessarily that I might have, but, um, so far software engineering is what stuck out to me and, you know, just problem solving and puzzles and things like that. All right. Switching gears a little bit when you're on the road and the team's been on the road a lot, obviously for the part of non-conference season, when you're going for a snack on the road, what's your go-to snack? <laughs> Um, whew. definitely. I think the smart food popcorn. Smart food popcorn. Smart food. I is love that it. a snack that we typically have on the bus, or is that mm -hmm. something you have to go for outside? Yep, on the bus. I, I always, uh, as soon as I see that bag, I put a couple in my book bag because they go fast, and then I just snack on those all the time. <laughs> now, if if you get off the bus or at a convenience store or something, or even if outside of basketball and you're standing on the line, what's the what's the go-to snack that you see sitting in the rows before the register? Hmm. I'm a Welch's fruit snack. Welch's. Oh, we have those on the bus, too. Yeah, though. sometimes. We we, we what what flavor? Oh, what, my gosh. We well, keep what, what mods. flavor Welch's? What, what color bag? You the blue bag. The blue, oh, the mixed, yep. the mixed fruit <laughs> bag. That's we keep number, going one to, in my, um, number one over here, too. We keep going to Annie's and Mott's fruit snacks, and I'm just like, well, what the heck? <laughs> Mott's isn't bad, though. I've had them. It's, yeah. it's very different, though. Yeah, <laughs> different texture. Yeah. All right, uh, game day playlist. What's on your playlist for game days? Mm. What are you listening to? Uh, some Lil Baby, Gunna, Drake. Uh, whew, what else I listen to? Oh, um, Shaq West. Um, everything. Actually, actually, I'm going to be totally honest. Yeah. I just go to um, – the hip-hop monthly playlist, and I shuffle that, and then I'm like, oh, I like this. Let me download it. Oh, okay. And then <laughs> it kind of goes from there. So I, I listen to, like, everything. Do you have a one specific song that you feel like you need to listen to, or is it just, like, it, it doesn't matter? You just need a mix of whatever those songs are. Mm, probably Drip Harder. 
by drip too hard. Don't stand oh, too close. Oh, keep it. keep going yeah, with yeah. it. Keep going with it. Keep going. <laughs> you gonna mess around and drown <laughs> off this wave? I'm like, oh, yeah, that gets me hyped. That gets me. Shania Clemens, she'll be in concert <laughs> for you on January second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. One last thing before I let you go. Uh, your favorite back into the holiday spirit a little bit. Your favorite holiday song or favorite holiday movie or both if you have them. Uh, classic for I feel like my family is this Christmas. Every Christmas we turn that on. That's with Chris Brown and um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a classic holiday movie. Uh, song maybe well Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, hit him with it, Jay. Keep going. Let it snow. Let it snow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Jay. Well, that's all the time we have today, but I want to thank you for taking the time. Good luck Tuesday at Fordham and in your upcoming final exams. And I hope you have a nice, well-deserved winter break. Thank you. I want to remind fans that tickets for all Columbia women's basketball home games can be purchased by visiting gocolumbialions.com slash tickets or by calling 888-LIONS-11. Columbia hosts Albany Saturday, December 29th at 2 p.m., followed by Hampton on Wednesday, January 2nd at 7 p.m. And now for part two of today's podcast, here's Mike Kowalski, who's sitting down with Gabe Stefanini of the men's basketball team. Take it away, Mike. Okay, thanks, Kyle. Uh, Joining me, like you just mentioned, is Gabe Stefanini, sophomore from the men's basketball team. Thanks for taking a couple minutes today, Gabe. Thank you, Mike, for having me. Uh, We we have a big, busy stretch of games, so, uh, you know, we're game... Game going to game three on Friday of four in a uh, uh, span of a week. So how's your body feeling today uh, after last night's game? Uh, it's a little tired, but nothing that I can't control. I'm just going to the training room trying to get some recovery in. So I'll be fine for tomorrow. It's going to make the Ivy League back-to-back seem pretty easy, right? Yeah, for sure. For sure. We're really going down a long stretch, a lot of games in very short time. So we're definitely going to be ready when the important games in the Ivy League conference going to come up. Uh, last three losses have come by a combined four points, uh, two one-point losses, and uh, last night against Colgate to two, by two points. Uh, how do you guys stay positive uh, and know that things are going to turn around for you guys soon? I mean, we definitely know we're going in the right direction. You know, we're it's way better than last year. We're way more consistent. It's not like we're getting blown out. We're playing against any team, and we're playing good against any team. Or it's always a close game, so we know that we can play against anybody, and. It's just like a little step to turn that corner. That's what we were saying last night in the in the locker. That's what we keep positive because we know we're gonna get there. We know we're, we know we're gonna get wins and we know we're gonna be ready for the Ivy League season. So it's just it's tough that we're losing, but like we know we deserve to win and we know that those wins are gonna come. And you know, I, th- I think I heard Coach talking uh, on practice earlier this week about just trying to string together a little bit more consistency. You guys have shown flashes, but there's also been flashes where, you know, uh, the team struggles to offensively or defensively. So how do you try to correct that and maintain consistency and put together a 40-minute game? Right. Uh, I mean, that's tough. That's always been, like, you know, our, most, uh, our biggest struggle last year, especially defensively. We have some lapses during the game that we just like get break down like and last night I thought we did a good job in the the beginning of the game that we kind of let down for the last 10 15 minutes of the first half and that's why we were down 13 so you get in the locker room we're like we gotta get together we can't we can't let them break us apart we gotta come back when we there's still a lot of time so we just started sharing the ball a lot taking better shots play more aggressively on defense and we were able to come back and then you saw the result last night so but it's it's tough, but we got to be able to push through it the whole 40 minutes and be consistent throughout the whole 40 minutes without making any mistakes or at least try to limit them as much as we can. 
credit to you guys is that, you know, despite falling behind in a few of these games, you've been able to rally, even take the lead in some of those. So what does that show about the heart of the team? That we never give up. We're always there. We know that we can win. We know what we're capable of doing. We got great guys that are trying to lead this team. And Coach, I think, is doing a good job trying to push us in the right direction. And uh, that's all. They, well, we always say stick together, play together, play hard, aggressive, and just try our best to <laughs> win the game yeah, and yeah. try and stop them and try to get a few good extra passes on offense and drive the, drive the lanes, get open threes, which is like, you know, our strength has been our strength this past few years. So we just going to keep sh trying and find our shooters. And it's just like a matter of just like literally sticking together as a team and never let down. Now, speaking of shooting, you know, you're, you're in the top 10 in the, the country in three-point field goal percentage right now. So is that something you specifically worked on, or is it just more repetition, or is it more consistent minutes? What, what's leading into that, that factor right now for you? I mean, it's kind of a mixture. You know, like I've been working on a lot of my shot this past summer, and um, I try to get in the gym almost every day to get some extra shots up, and just like a great job by my team is trying to find me open during the game and trying to look for me, and I'm just trying to keep shooting and see how <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it keeps falling. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so s let's switch gears a little bit. Uh, we got to know you a little bit last year. We put together a video piece, which you can find on GoColumbiaLions.tv. So I suggest you check that out. It was a great piece by uh, our former colleague, Car Carly Nevis, who's down in West Virginia now. Um, but uh, I want to talk to you about, you know, kind of still adjusting to life, um, right. you know, at Columbia and everything like that. And I, I noticed, you know, your dad's been around since about Thanksgiving. So what's yeah. that been like having him around the last few weeks? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been great. It's been helping me a lot during the during the day, especially like maybe like at night cooking for me or like, you know, helping me do some laundry or like taking me out to dinner, like having fun with the guys too. He's taking us to dinner and he cooked for us. So it's been great having him around. I think our guys are, are liking him. So I was happy for that. He's like, he's been, he's my right shoulder since I was little. He, you know, he was next to me, he, like, he grew up with me. I, I grew up with him, obviously, but, like, he taught me everything I know, basically, about basketball since I was little. And he's just, like, he's my mentor, and I love having him around, and uh, I wouldn't be the where I am today without him. So I'm really thankful for him. Yeah. Um, you know, with finals coming up and everything, are you guys – doing anything outside of basketball and things like that? What are you guys trying to, to do together w with this time that he's here? Uh, you mean me and my dad? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I mean, right now, um, it's like he, he understands my pr priority. So, like, you know, he tells me to study. He wants me to do good in school. Right. But if I don't, like, I'm going to yeah, I'm not gonna get any trouble, you know, yeah. especially from him. So. <laughs> <laughs> and But, no, like, we try to go downtown. We went downtown a few times, even, like, bringing Ty and Randy and or um just like just hanging out with him like just talking about everything calling home yeah <laughs> once in a while and um i don't know just pretty much just like it's just a fun experience environment having him around it's just like it feels like home yeah you know? yeah it feels like i'm back in italy a little bit yeah so. uh do you have any other family coming up uh throughout the season uh actually on the seventh friday my my mom, my sister, and my grandparents are coming. Oh, nice. Yeah, so that's going to be really good. I'm excited. But they don't know that I know because yeah. my, my mom and my sister told me because they can't keep their mouth <laughs> shut. They wanted to surprise me. But I was like, 
all right, whatever. It's still going to be great. So. And they're going to be here. Will they be at the the Garden game on Sunday, too? They'll be in the Garden game, yeah. Uh, So let's lead into that. Uh, How exciting is that going to be playing at Madison Square Garden? Uh, It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. I already have, like, goosebumps thinking about it. It's like I I really can't wait. None of us can. And it's a game that we can win, that we can definitely, like, you know, play it out throughout the whole 40 minutes and do some really good things in front of, like, you know, a lot of people. And one of the best um, stadiums in the world, the most famous is. So, it's gonna be awesome. I'm Does so excited. I know you have a little bit because you went to Bergen Catholic and everything. Right. And you've been in this area for a little mm-hmm. while. Does the Madison Square Garden brand hold up in Italy? Do people talk about that, or is that something that was learned when you came here? Oh, not for sure. Like when people find out, like my friends at home that I'm playing in the garden, it's like it was like, oh my god, that's crazy. <laughs> like I'm, tr- I'm gonna try to come. I was like, <laughs> I mean. I, like everyone's talking about it, all my friends are like so excited for me. And like even last year when we played Nova at the Wells Fargo Center, that was like an amazing experience. So uh, I can't even imagine what's gonna be at the Garden this year. And playing in an arena like that, you know, can you take anything from that? They're obviously two different arenas, but they're bigger in size and everything. They're, they're NBA arenas. Right. Um, is there anything that that could help you guys on Sunday? Um, I mean, definitely, it's like. It's different core from what we're used to play, but like I feel like all, all the adrenaline and like you know we really want to win, so I think that like we're gonna get all the outside noise out of our head. Nothing's gonna bother. It's gonna be us and Iona and the best team is gonna win. I Great. just think that's gonna that's how it's gonna end up. So now we're gonna kind of we're gonna try to get to know you a little bit better. We do a segment called Rapid Fire. Uh, we're gonna right. ask you some personality questions and. Uh, We'll see how this goes. All right. uh, it always ends up very pretty interesting. We got some good <laughs> stories. We found out who the best Fortnite players are. Uh, <laughs> That's Mike. That's yeah. Mike. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah, it was my, Mike <laughs> and Jake were, were Ike's answers. So yes, yeah. we're going to have to have another episode a, and see if after they play each other and see how that goes. Uh, I'm telling Mike he's going <laughs> to. So uh, obviously we hear a lot of stories about how people – uh, from foreign countries learn English. Right. Was there a specific TV show that helped you learn the language? Who? I don't know. I I when I was home, I was usually just watch basically everything in English. So like I don't really remember what I kind of watched like everything. It's like my TV was basically all in English. Anything I watched, just like cause I once I found out that I was gonna be able to come to the US, I was like, all right, I need to learn English. Yeah. Uh, my English when I first got it was really, really basic. Like, you know, all they taught us, like, the basic stuff. So it was, like, it was a right. I could have kind of a conversation with someone, but right. I would struggle understanding, especially, like, in school when the teacher would talk. They would talk pretty fast, especially at the beginning for me to get mm-hmm. the accent, the, the pronunciation of everything. Like, it was really tough. So it took me, like, a few, a few months. But after that, it was all much easier. I started to get the feeling of it. And from there, like, I just kind of. Just kind of happened, just like yeah. being able to talk every day. You know, that's definitely the the key. Okay. Uh, what are you listening to right now? It's on Spotify or cool. a- Apple Music, whatever you're listening to. Um, I like the new Mick Mill album. I listen to it before the game. It gets me a little bit pumped up. Yeah. And um, um, also the Metro Boom album. And um, that's kind of my pregame routine okay. a little bit. And talk a little bit about your pre pregame routine, because I you're one of the first players mm-hmm. on the on the court uh, d- on game day. So what's right. wh- walk us through what you're doing and how you're mentally getting prepared uh, before a game. Uh, so I like to go to go up the court a little bit earlier to get trying to get in my zone, like you know, get my shot up and 
play my form shooting and trying to get a feeling of the basket and the court a little bit. So I like to do that, like with anyone around, just me and the ball and the basket. Yeah. And um, then I just kind of go through my shooting routine, my shooting exercises, and um, until like 5:25 when we start shooting, like with the, my my group is like me, Mike, and Jared. Mm -hmm. And so we just start shooting a little bit and um, with the coaches, and then we go down in the weight room to like do some warm up with Tommy. And and then once we're done with time, we're just gonna go up on the court and start team warm up. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. Uh, so back into uh, rapid fire. Uh, if you could go to dinner with three people, anybody, dead or alive, who would they be? Hmm. All right. I would say Michael Jordan, for sure. Um. Who? That's tough. Sylvester Stallone. Italian Stallion. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the third one would be, I think, maybe Magic Johnson. I'm a big Magic Johnson fan. Yeah. yeah. Those, that'd be a fun dinner. Yeah. I'd like to yeah, sit in on sure. that. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the new Creed movie yet? Not yet. Not yet. I, I, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. My, a few of my teammates saw it. They told me it was crazy. So I, I didn't want no spoilers. Yeah. I, like, I just want to go watch it. <laughs> so. That's funny. Um, who did you model your game after as a kid? Could be NBA player, Italian player. Really, no one. I think I just grew up trying to get my own style of basketball. You know, kind of like on the moves that my dad taught me, like you know the way to play. So that's pretty much like I just have my own style of basketball. And people like sometimes like some some guys like told me I look like Ginobili, as I but I, I don't I don't really think so. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he's way better than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just kind of have, like, my own feeling for the game. That's what I like to. Okay. Uh, favorite sport other than the basketball? Hmm. To watch. Watch or play? Uh, play, maybe soccer. To watch, I like football. Yeah? Yeah. Did now, when did that start? After you came to New Jersey or – uh, yeah, watching yeah. very Catholic football, was like their experience with the crazies in the stand, the stands is like really fun. So one of the greatest student sections in America, I think, and th it was amazing just being in part of that environment. All right, last one, funniest teammate. I really get along with Rod. I think he cracks me up all the time, and Mike is pretty funny too, to be honest. So uh, it's a tough one. Uh, I'd say Rod. Yeah? I'd say Rod, yeah. All right, Gabe, that's all the time we have today. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Thank you, my friend. Uh, Columbia men's basketball plays this Friday for, uh, against Bryant at 7 p.m. in Levy and Jim, followed by uh, their game against Iona at Madison Square Garden at 11 a.m., and then they round up the fall semester at Boston College on December 12th in Chestnut Hill. Tickets can be purchased for all Columbia basketball home games by visiting www.gocolumbialions.com slash tickets or calling 888-LIONS-11. A reminder, ESPN Plus is the new place to catch every Columbia home game. To sign up, visit www.espnplus.com. Subscriptions start as low as $4.99 per month or $49.99 annually. The Ivy League men's and women's basketball tournaments are also being held at Yale University at the John J. Lee Amphitheater. Uh, tickets go on sale next week, so visit www.ivymadness.com for more information on how to sign up for the pre-sale. Thanks again for joining us. We'll talk to you again real soon.